Now, before we get started, I just want to say that normally we like kind of rehearse just so we get comfortable um, with what we're talking about. But today I'm trying like something different with Alex. Like he knows what we're talking about, but he, I haven't read to him what I researched. She's calling me stupid, basically. No, I'm not calling you stupid. Oh, look, um, by the way, I have a microphone now, so I I can actually be heard now. Okay, good to me. And so, um, I just want to thank y'all, too, because we're like nine, like nine downloads away from 3,000 downloads, and I think that's pretty freaking sweet. It's a lot of people listening to us. It's kind of weird. I know, right? Why y'all, why y'all listening to us? Y'all are weird. What started out as a little girl from a little town in South Carolina's dream has exploded into miss murder and conduct i don't know what that word means no it's either. not that's not even the name of our podcast you dummy i know i wasn't saying <laughs> <laughs> i'm muting my thing accidentally you should just keep it muted okay no but anyway but thanks for all the downloads for mystery murder and magic there's more to come and we are even thinking about um a spin a world tour Nobody would pay to see us. <laughs> True, I think you're right. They say, who are those hicks? But no, um, we're thinking about a spinoff um, podcast just to do with wrestling because that one episode was very well received with the wrestling community. So we're thinking about going ahead with that. And um, that's something in the works. But anyway, let's get on to this week's episode. If you're an American Horror Story fan like me, especially the coven season you already know a little about the lalori lalari mansion but i bet today's episode will tell you a few things that you didn't know about it already if you because it's stuff i didn't know As Jax would say, it's too loud, little baby, too loud. Dude, that was so loud. <laughs> I usually have my headphones on, and when it came, that introduction thing came on, I was like, whoa, it blew my hair all the way back. It went wee. Wee. Okay, so, Madame, Madame, Marie LaLaurie Delph. Okay, you know what? I just, like, ruined her name so bad, but we're going to keep going. She's going to haunt you in your dreams. She probably will. But Madame Marie Delphine McCarty was born in 1787 and picked up the last name of LaLaurie from her third husband. The two husbands before him had left Madame a widow when she was only 13 years old. Alex, can you imagine getting married at 13 years old? I mean, you're almost 18 and I couldn't even imagine getting married at that just, age. I don't believe it. It's weird. Yeah, but back then, like, people would, honestly, if you waited until your 20s to get married, they thought something was up with that, or, like, a lot of time, if you were, like, past your teens and not married, they would call you, like, an old spinster or something. Spinster? Yeah. Spinster. Spinster. It's this old spinster lady. Oh. But anyway, when she was 13, she married her first husband, and his name was Don Ramon de Lopez y Anguello. He was a high-ranking Spanish royal officer. After only four years of marriage, 
Don suddenly died while en route to Madrid, Spain. Delphine was only 14. Nope. She was only 17 when this happened. And she was also pregnant with their daughter, who was born a few days after his death. Delphine and their daughter, who had been nicknamed Borquita, returned to New Orleans. In 1808, Delphine married her second husband, Jean Blanc. Jean was a prominent banker, merchant, lawyer, and legislator. Delphine had four more children during this marriage before Jean died in 1816. Now, Alice, two husbands that passed away, and I know there was like things that caused people to die, like <clears throat> influenza and stuff like that, but two husbands to die kind of sounds suspicious to me. I don't know. Like, well, yeah, I can see it. Maybe she was a black widow or something. Now, in 1825, Delphine married Dr. Lenar, Lenar, Leonard Louis Nicholas Lalaurie. Nikolai. Nikolai. And he happened to be much younger than her. I guess she was a cougar in her older years. But in 1832, she had a mansion built on Royal Street there in New Orleans. And it came with attached slave quarters. Now, even though she had five kids, she still managed to maintain her status in society. And it seems that Delphine was quite the socialite. They said that she gave, like, these big, lavish parties, and people thought she was very kind and generous. Mm -hmm. um, that same year that her mansion was built, she filed for a separation from that husband, claiming that he treated her in such a way that it would be hard for her to continue living with him. Now, the claims were backed up by her son and daughter, but they didn't stay separated for long. Because I guess he moved back in with her. Um, now, in 1834, that mansion caught on fire, and it uncovered what had been hidden in the mansion for years. When rescuers responded to the fire in the slave quarters, they found seven slaves. Alice, this is awful, okay? They found seven slaves who were horribly mutilated, and they were hanging, like, suspended by their neck. Oh, my God. Their arms and legs were stretched and torn from one extremity to, extremity to the other, and they claimed to have been imprisoned there for months. I don't even know how they were still alive with, like, their limbs being ripped off their bodies. Yeah. I mean, you would think of anything that would have, like, bled out, and if they didn't, like, completely bleed to death, some kind of infection would have set in that killed them. Yeah, dude, just hearing that, ugh. I know, I mean, I don't know how one person can be so horrible, but it don't stop there. In the kitchen, a 70-year-old woman who was the cook was chained by the ankle to the stove, and I read, too, that the st the fire started in the kitchen, so how it didn't just, like, burn her alive, I don't know. Now, apparently, <clears throat> the neighbors had suspected that something was up, because in 1836, a woman by the name Harriet Martineau, I think I'm pronouncing that right, not sure, interviewed people in the area, and they said they had often seen the LaLaurie slaves looking haggard and wretched. Rumors started circulating about the ill treatment of her slaves, and at one time a local lawyer was sent to remind her of the laws pertaining to the upkeep of slaves. But during his visit, he didn't find any evidence that led him to believe that the slaves were being poorly treated. Now, when Miss, um, when Madame Lolaurie was seen out in public, 
she treated black people politely and court records even showed that she had set two of her own slaves free one was set free in 1819 and the other was in 1832 so that was two years before the mansion burn but <clears throat> there's also funeral registries that show quite the contrary because between 1830 and 1834 which was only four years there was a total of 12 slave deaths God. In four years, twelve people died hmm. on her property. No cause was list. No cause of death was listed for any of them, but included in those was those deaths was a cook, and the cook's four of her children, who ranged in age from two to thirteen years old. <clears throat> now, one of the neighbors also told Martineau that they saw. Now, there's a conflict of age, like of what I read. I read one place. The child was eight years old, and then in another place, they said she was 12 years old. But she fell to her death from the um, roof or to from the balcony, because I saw both places in two different stories, too. But she fell off the top of the mansion while she was trying to escape Madame, um, who was chasing her with a whip. Mm. Apparently, she had been brushing out Madame um, Delphine's hair. She hit like a, a tangled part in her hair and it caused her to jump up grab a whip and start chasing her i mean that's not the child's fault that you had a tangle in your hair i mean people's hair do get tangled and i heard that um delphine had like super long hair so i mean i just know from experience when my hair was super long and plus it was it's, it's really thick i just knew that I had tangles. It was like rat's nest in my hair. <laughs> like, but anyway, that's totally not that kid's fault. Now, another thing I should add is that when rescuers tried to enter the slave quarters during the fire, they found that the door was locked. So they went and asked for the key for this door to the slave quarters, and they just refused to give them the key I, and because they knew they were going to probably get in trouble with what they found. But the rescuers decided to bust down the door anyway. And when one of the rescuers questioned Madame's husband about the slaves, he quietly stated, Some people had better stay at home rather than to come to others' houses to dictate laws and meddle with other people's businesses. So basically he was just telling them, you, whatever you see here, you just need to mind your business about. You know, like, it's none of your business. And that's just sad. Yeah, it really is. Um... Now, inquiries to the slaves included, or injuries, not inquiries. I don't, Alice, I don't know what I'm saying today. <laughs> injuries to the slaves included a deep head wound on an elderly woman who was too weak to move. A lot of the slaves were emaciated, meaning they were basically starving. Um, some showed signs of being whipped with a whip, like a horse whip or something, I guess. Um, and they wore spiked collars to keep their heads upright. So I guess they had spikes on them. So if they like looked down or like in a way that wasn't looking up, they got poked or jabbed with that spike, those spikes that were on the collar. Mm-hmm. That sounds horrible. So I know. I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't even trade a dog that way, you know? Yeah. Um, Madame, Del- Madame Delphine is believed to have escaped to Paris, and she was never brought to justice for these heinous crimes that she committed. But the story don't end here. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> now, the mansion was pretty much destroyed by the fire, but 
they were um they rebuilt a mansion on that property now in 1838 it was rebuilt by this man named pierre trestour over the years it's been used as a high school a music conservatory an apartment building and i don't know why anybody would want to live there after all that went on there exactly. um a refuge for young delinquents a bar a furniture store and then a look a luxury type apartment building and and as recently as 2007 nicholas cage um you know who i'm talking about yes. yeah he purchased the home for 3.45 3.45 million dollars but in 2009 the property went into disclosure and it was valued at 3.5 million dollars um i don't know if he sold it and then it went into foreclosure but i don't really know how that worked um but anyway you know as we all know new orleans is one of the big hot spots like one of the most haunted cities in america and the lalori mansion isn't excluded in the popular haunted spots locals even refer to it as the haunted house and just by the way it's located in the french quarter and there's a lot of paranormal spooky yeah spooky stuff that happens in that area and, um and it stands the reason that most think the house is cursed and i mean with a history like that i would have to say it probably is cursed just a little bit just a little bit, just a little bit. this much <laughs> for nearly 200 years paranormal activity has been reported coming from that house and one of the rooms that is known to have been where slaves were kept and see that's what i don't understand because they said it was rebuilt because it was destroyed but to me what i believe is that it was partially destroyed and they had to reconstruct it or whatever but anyway in one of the rooms that is known to where slaves have been kept there are reports that you can hear moaning i guess like from their pain some people have said that they feel that they are taken over by an evil spirit from just standing near the house like you're out walking out in the street or standing looking at the house from outside um they just feel like an evil spirit takes over them footsteps are heard on a regular basis echoing throughout the house doors slam for no reason and furniture moves without any living being touching them i mean just just imagine your couch just gliding across the floor yeah I, I don't think it'd go wee i think i'd go wee out the door <laughs> down the hill wee 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 um many owners have drifted in and out of ownership of the mansion no one ever stays there long um soon after one family moved into the mansion their children started hearing the moaning and groanings perhaps those of the tortured um slaves who once lived there there's been disembodied yelling the smell of human flesh burning the sound of chains dragging and scratching noises under the floorboards terrorized the children in their sleep and interestingly the parents never heard anything never experienced any of that and they thought their kids just had an overactive imagination but honestly my thoughts on it is that because children are innocent and they're really open spirits often like interact with children more than adults just because you know as adults you know as grown people we're just have been told oh that kind of thing doesn't exist blah 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 so little kids are not 
so closed about it, you know? Yeah. Um, in another story I read, an immigrant dock worker came into, came into the, I guess it was the apartment at that time. And he, it was, he came in late one night and he couldn't go upstairs to his room because the stairs were blocked by a large African man, African American man bound in chains. And I'm assuming it's probably the ghost of one of the slaves. Um, that would be scary. Like, you come in late at night trying to go in, go to bed, and you can't even get up the stairs because there's a spook standing there, like a spooky person standing there, or a spooky spirit standing there, like, blocking your way. Yeah. And, and don't say, like, if he ran back out of the apartment building or if he got by it or whatever, but... Yeah. Um, People spending the night in the home reported waking up in the middle of the night to a sight of a woman with long red hair glaring down at them. Of course she had red hair. Why not? <laughs> and this same woman has been seen glaring through, like like she's looking through people as they walk by on the street outside the mansion. And a lot of people believe this is the spirit of Delphine LaLaurie coming back to haunt the former home that she owned after her children apparently she was she died in Paris and they had her buried there but then her kids had her remains dug back up and taken back to New Orleans to be buried yeah so I guess somewhere in the process her spirit decided to come back to the mansion now a lot of these sounds feelings and thoughts are blamed on the cruel happenings that took place by the hands of Madame um, but should also be noted that um, after the reconstruction, the house was converted into par apartments. And in 1894, a tenant was brutally murdered in his apartment. Again, this backs up the thought that that house is cursed, you know. Um, neighbors of the tenant told police that he had been having problems with sprites. And sprites are like... No, not not like, the drink, by the way. Just not the, the drink, just no. Just want everyone, not the drink. It's a good drink, but, like, continue. <laughs> but it, they're, like, um, almost like fairies, I guess. But, um... Again, not the drink, by the way. I'm yeah. Sorry, it's like, no, no. It's a fairy. <laughs> his, his friends thought that he must be going crazy, and another friend told him that there was a demon in that house, and it wouldn't be satisfied until he was dead. Now, the police chalked it up to, as a robbery gone wrong, but nothing of value was missing from the apartment. And this person's spirit could also be a contributing factor to, like, the hauntings, like the sounds and whatnot. Um, but who knows? I mean, that's not the only thing that's ever happened in that house, though, since since that far. Um the house is crazy. Dude, I know. Now, as I mentioned, at one point, the mansion became a school. And to be more specific, it became an African-American all-girls school. Now, this was at the mid to late 19th century. And not long after opening, reports of physical assault started transpiring. Young girls came to their teachers with tears, like, staining their faces and the skin on their forearms was scratched and bruised when the teachers would demand to know who did that to them every single one of the girls would tell that what happened was when they would explain what happened was they would say that woman and i'm assuming by that woman they're talking about madame 
You know, these girls were pretty young, and they probably wouldn't have known the name Madame LaLaurie or of the, the tragedies that took place there in that building by, by her, you know. Um, so was Madame LaLaurie the cause of this, or were the kids messing with each other? Um, I think that it was Madame, and she was just scaring those kids. Um, now... These days, there are several ghost tours that include the mansion, but no one's allowed to go in anymore because the current owner is a Texas oil tycoon, and since moving into the mansion in 2013, he's made it abundantly clear that he's not allowing public tours inside the house. Um, I even ran that if he and his wife are outside on the balcony on the second floor and they see a tour group approaching they quickly gather up their stuff and go back inside um even paranormal investigation groups haven't been allowed to enter so i mean it's like they're keeping it pretty private and you know i just wonder if if they've experienced anything i mean if they have i haven't been able to find anything that said you know they have experienced it or you know anything like that of course they're not den i haven't seen anything where they say they denied anything happened either mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i don't know but it's a it's a really pretty building um it, it doesn't look when when i say mansion you think of this big sprawling estate and it was in the south so you think of plantation but it's really almost looks like a a business building on the corner of a you know of a downtown street or something and i'm gonna put pictures of um what i found on the facebook page but um that's really all i have and i just found it interesting because like i said i'm a big fan of american horror story and that was the first time i had ever heard of this story all those years ago when that season came out um i did read too that Although they refer to that mansion and her or whatever, it wasn't actually filmed in that. They filmed in another house. But um, anyway, that's all I got. You got anything to add, Alex? Uh, I don't think I have anything to add because everything I heard today is uh, not making me sleep tonight. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to knock Alex over the head to make him go to sleep okay. tonight. Well, that's all I've got. Um, you know, thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page. You can find it at facebook.com slash 3M podcast. And if you have episode ideas, you know, um, comments, questions, concerns, just give us a, shoot us an email at 3mpodcast3 at gmail.com. <laughs>